the club put out some special jerseys. What was that, Damo? Nothing. No. Alrighty. I was going to say, they, they sh- could have called it Amy Shark. <laughs> what? That's, yeah, I don't know. It just reminded me <laughs> Did of Amy, Amy Shark. Did Amy Shark perform there? <laughs> no, but it, was, it just came to my head. I was watching Australian Idol. Okie dokie, artichokey, here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Deshaun, coming at you live bright and early in the morning and joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he is on a fatty time crunch. It's Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. Uh, thank you, Deshaun. Beautiful welcome as always and uh, great to be here ahead of the final round of the home and away season in the A-League men. So, uh, ripping episode to get into today, so looking forward to it. Shout out to sister episode, Ripping In, NRL, Banter and Fantasy. The third voice you're going to hear is that of a man who loves a triple shit. And yes, oh, Chris the Daisy on, on Twitter, he's NPM player Oz Scopes. Here he is, Damon Sarah. Uh, courtesy of a typo, I am a lover of a triple shit. Uh, however... If it is a triple shot, I am also down. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you, Jashan. A triple shot of vodka, I'm assuming, not of, of that's the caffeine exactly I'm currently right. drinking. Mm, yeah, that's good. Alcoholism, we love it. And last but not least, he's got a fresh set of chompers and he's a very effective alarm system. It is Nicholas. A fresh set of what? Sorry. Chompers. Chompers. You just brushed your teeth. Oh, yeah, Trumpers like Tony Jones. Um, yeah, no, nah, thanks for the intro, Deshaun. Uh, look, I, I just, yeah, nothing to say on mine, but I just want to say with Damo's uh, introduction, I didn't know we were resorting to potty humour on this podcast. A new low after our highs last week. Oh, wow. Look, he's already trying to dap himself up. I will thank you, Nick, for um, chucking our uh, podcast up there on the Reddits. The other day, yeah, we um, love the Reddit. So be, uh, we might even chuck the link for this one there back up there. So if you're from the Reddit yeah. and you're listening to the first two minutes, you can turn off now. <laughs> but please stick around. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who um, listened, uh, upvoted, and commented. We see you. We appreciate you. Some your some lovely comments too. Now, so. Indeed, very positive stuff, and it's 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 good. Radiant, in fact, radiant like the sun right now, which is fucking boiling. Can I just like say? I said, you can send us an email okay. at, at thefourmanwall at gmail for business I'm inquiries. The off at this rate, it's very very hot. But we've got a lot of A League to talk about. The match day twenty five games are all done and dusted eventually, and a few fun ones to um to dive into. We had Western Sydney dropping Phoenix four nil. We had the Central Coast. Taking Newcastle to score 3-1. Melbourne City did the same to Weston, also 3-1. Victory managed to get a, a win over MacArthur there. Two goals to one. Perth Glory and Adelaide United played out what could very well be the game of the season with a 4 all draw. And Sydney ended Brisbane Roar's finals hopes with a 2-0 win. Uh, and lots of lots of narratives have come out, lads. It, I reckon we'll start from the top here with a little bit of love to the man who is now officially... The A-League's all-time leading goal scorer, Jamie Ooh. McLaren. Nick, I think you asked the question, I think it was on Twitter. What was more pertinent, that he scored 
a hat trick or a tap in to bring up this record? Um, well, he actually already has the the record for league hat tricks. Um, mm. I, can't, I don't know how many he has in total, but he broke it at six um, when I was watching a YouTube video of him last night a couple of years ago. Um, wait, 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 wait. You're watching a YouTube video of him last night? Last or was night. this a couple of years that, ago? That was from a couple of years ago. I think the tap-in was more pertinent. Uh, a tap-in or penalty? Um, I reckon that was more pertinent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in my, yeah. In my opinion. I think... Ja- Jamie McLaren. Pertinent. It's pertinent. Oh, pertinent. So you know. Yeah, yes. cool. Um, I, I, think, but I think what was iconic before is like he almost got like the rocket in like 20 seconds later. Um, and I think it's just a credit to his ability that, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, tap in J-Mac. But, you know, credit to his ability. It's like a rocket that, he, that got saved by... Um, I think it was Nikolai Topol Stanley, the hyphenator. The hyphenator. <laughs> nice. Are we making that one stick or is that already a thing? 100%. <laughs> yeah. We've only got him for a few more, well, one more one game, more, week, I reckon. One but, um, got to make Unless it's a miracle. It. Uh, uh-huh. So the hyphenator got in the way, but as you know, the ball stayed alive and credit to J-Mac, right place, right time. You know, got himself into position, like he got himself up pretty quickly. And yeah, it was a fantastic moment. I'm a bit jealous that it happened, that he got it so quickly. I was kind of hoping it would happen. I couldn't make the Saturday night game, so I was hoping it would be, it would be on the Friday night game that I was going to. But um, yeah, it's just got well. the earmarks of a very famous season for Melbourne City. Premiers um, secured that early. I uh, don't think that's a record, but still good to secure it early. J-Mac, um, you know, the record... Um, we asked the question many times, will he do it this year? He did it with a home and away mm-hmm. game to spare. So the record's out yeah. of out of mind. Won't be a distraction going into finals. And Richie Vandervent had that moment where he shared Andy's um, thing I wanted to Yes, yes. <laughs> That was huge. Right. Yes. Highlight that, of the season. <laughs> that too. And um, yeah, the only downside will be is that we won't get to celebrate it with their, uh, for presumptive now. Um, but if they make a grand final, they won't get to celebrate it with their in their home city, in their home ground. So yes, interesting. Well, congratulations to Jamie me. McLaren, and a yeah, nice we'll, little interview at the end there. We'll definitely be diving into the grand final stuff later on. We've got our first set of uh, boycotts coming in, so that's very exciting. We all love a boycott. Andy, mm-hmm. were you at the game to see the moment go down? Unfortunately not. I'm spewing. I uh, crap. Yeah, I had I had other other commitments and uh, yeah, as you know, I, I try to get to every city game I can and unfortunately miss this one. And of course, uh, McLaren scores a hat trick and breaks the record. So now very happy mm. for him. I'm very very proud of him. Um, and yet knew it was going to happen this season. Uh, never, never in doubt. You had, a, you had a bit of. I mean, come on now. I asked you this question <laughs> twice, and the first time you were very confident. The second time you were a little bit like, "Oh, I hope so." Yeah, yeah, I wasn't as confident the second time because he was. He did have that uh, that patch of games where he didn't score for a while. I can't remember. Was it five or six games, maybe? And he had that that broken toe. But um, yeah. yeah, no credit to him. Like we all know, he he's. Uh, he sometimes scores tap-ins and that, but he's, he gets himself into the right positions all the time. Goals and, are goals. Uh, exactly. Goals are goals. You've still got to put him, put him in and get yourself in the right position, and it's uh, a lot harder to do than uh, than people think, and there's a reason that he's uh, the all-time leading goal scorer. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, going to go down as one of the greatest of all time in the A-League, so congratulations to him, and, um, yeah, it's great to see it. He's, uh, he's not done I, yet. Um... 
I miss tap ins all the time at Footstar, so it's <laughs> no do. it's no hard art, but uh, it is it is difficult. Yeah. Goals are goals is. unless and... you're Leo Lacroix. You gotta <laughs> yeah. fucking hell. You've gotta figure out the right side. Jesus Christ, Nick. It's hard. You've gotta remember, like, if he didn't get that broken toe, he's already got twenty three on the season, he could very well be pushing thirty, I reckon. Um Yeah, yeah, good injury, point. So. That'd be crazy. Uh Will out in front. I'll ask all of you boys, because there was a bit of um, a story getting pushed online by a few people, that he should get a statue built of him outside of Amy Park. And I'll just ask you guys, like, he's probably there for me, but do you want to see the statue outside of Amy Park or outside of Casey Fields? Uh, I reckon Amy. Amy. Not many people are going to see it at Casey Fields, though, let's be honest. <laughs> well, like, Think about, you know, like, AFL statues, like, you know, um, there's barely, there's a few at, like, training grounds and stuff, but, like... The ones that get mm. the most value, you know, are at the ground. Like, you That's know, good, people yeah. last year weren't going to the Shane Warne statue at, you know, the Junction Oval training venue. They were going to the yeah. Shane Warne statue at the MCG, you know, his theatre yeah. of dreams. Mm. That's good Maybe point. you can have one of both. Yeah. I can he deserve it. <laughs> I reckon. Yeah. Shane Warne. Or Ken Yeah. Oh, very nice. That's Sir Shane. all in agreement that he should get a statue built if oh. and when he retires. Um... To be confirmed. I, 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 I think you should. I might be biased. I, I, yeah. I definitely don't think you should. No, I think... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think I kind of agree to it in a sense. I think statues... Um, this is this might sound critical um, after being so praising of Jamie McLaren. I'm in two boats because I think like statues should be reserved to like soccer success with the soccer roots and the national team. Yeah. Um, but I also... Um, but I also think we should recognise achievements within our domestic league and 100 and... Oh, I'm going to forget the number on the podcast, but, you know, 140-plus goals. You know, the most ever goals. And, in, like, that many goals in any domestic league is an achievement, especially when you have a stint outside of the league. It's a pretty good achievement. So I think I'm in torn between two minds. Do we focus on national success or celebrate our domestic achievements too? Mm. Maybe, yeah, maybe just a bust. I reckon... I think, like, greatest scorer of all time, like, I think that's that's where the other, you know, in terms of, yeah, the domestic league, like, yeah, he, he might not have had as much impact on the Socceroos as he has uh, in the A-leagues, but, um, you know, that, that record uh, may not be broken or won't be broken for a very long time, if ever. So um, I, I think it's worthy personally, but, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm biased. No, well, the mega fans gotta um, gotta put his money where his mouth is. Do we do we have to also recognise that Damien Murray still has the most Australian-based domestic goals oh. at, at two hundred and forty? At two hundred and forty is a lot of goals. It is. It, it is. is. Um, Obviously, you've got to take into account the time. Yeah. That it was different era. In. Mm. Nah. Um, obviously, depending on your interpretation of. Uh, the quality of Australian football. Some may say that uh, back in the 90s, early 2000s, the competition was better. Some may say it was worse. Oh, um, but it's apples and oranges at the end of the day, you know. Like, right. it, it's yeah. like can't argue with that logic, Nicholas. It's apples and oranges. <laughs> like, it's like you know people saying you know footy. Like uh, I'm going to use another Australian rules analogy. It's like say footy's gone soft, or you know like. Um, uh, Gary Ablett kicking 10 goals in the grand final and they still lost, you know. It's like, well, 
Or... Who cares? You, do you still enjoy watching the game? Yes or no? Um, you know, J-Mac can only play against the players he's been given, you know. It's very philosophical of you, Nicholas. That's very, very nice. Um, uh, just in terms of the other the other talking points from the game, I am very happy to see Florin Berenguer in the starting lineup. I thought he was class. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I think there was, one, there was two players in particular that turned City. Uh, yeah. Berenguer was class, but I think if we're talking about players who made an impact, I think there's two players... That, uh, there's one player that Andy changed the, the game sure. and Daft Punk wrote a song about him it was Matthew <laughs> Leckie and then Richie Van Der Ven came on at the <laughs> same time to get it was impressive what's the, what's the song that Up All Night to Get Lecky. <laughs> get Lucky Get Lucky Shit um, Shit Ah <laughs> oh, no it's too early in the morning for this Nicholas <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I didn't see that, but yeah, it's it's also it's very nice to see Lecky back. It's been quite a while. He, he changed the game. Well. He got the he, the scores were level. He got the assist to J Mac, um, and then mm. you know changed the game. It was one of those games where Tilio wasn't really making an impact, and it's just handy to have that third winger as an option because Naboot was good. Yeah, at, yeah, Naboot, um, Naboot's hitting his best form in like mm. the last yeah, since, a long time. yeah a long time um probably since that twenty twenty one season. But yeah, um, what a problem for Melbourne City to have soccer one yeah. soccer on the field's not performing. Just swap it out with another soccer. Um, yeah, fun for the City fans, but you do hope a bit of a, you know, a bit of a level playing fields restored to the competition. Mm. Would Would you guys have Lecky in the boot as your as your starting wingers at the moment? Just Just question for the room. Um, I would, based on mm. current form. Obviously, Lecky was his first game back, but you, uh, you know, you could see that. Um, it looks like he barely missed a beat and um, yeah, yeah. Naboo's coming to form like we spoke about at the right time so yeah you know love Tilio and I think he should definitely come on and get, get some decent game time but um, yeah at the moment I'd probably start yeah. uh, Naboo and Lecky oh, I think you got one game where the points don't matter for City I reckon if Lecky's coming off an injury um, same with Van Der Ven um, just ease him mm. back in like just get him some minutes in the back half yeah. of the game yeah. Yeah, for the for the last game, yeah, before finals. Yeah, it might it might annoy yeah. um Adelaide and Central Coast if um give Wanderers the advantage. <laughs> and give um <laughs> give a right. start to Maxi Caputo. Get him out there. Get yeah, him, get, get him some minutes. minutes. Mm. Um, right. And just in terms, I mean, we were talking about statues. We love statues. We love a little bit of um. What's the word I'm looking for here? Sculpturism. I don't know. Architecture, <laughs> design, all the all the above aforementioned stuff. Uh, Western United. Their star talisman, Alessandro Diamante, has announced his retirement at the end of the season. Do you chuck a statue of him out in Tarnit when that thing eventually gets built? What oh, do you reckon, it might, boys? It might, get, it might be sooner than we think. I think they're going to be ready to play games in the 23-24 the season. Year, allegedly. Mm-hmm. This is correct. They're going to put up what, some temps. In Tarnit? Temp seeding. Yeah, they've, no they've way, laid really. the ground. It's all ready to go. That They're bringing in some temp seating for five to 8,000 people. I've actually got this coming up in the Fun Andy segment we've got later. So oh, I'll uh, keep no my lips tight yet. then. Got to keep what? listening, yeah, people. Nonsense. It's coming up in the Fun Andy <laughs> segment. But, uh, I still don't know what it is, but we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, mate. You, you do make sure you're nice and fun here, Andy. But oh, uh, I will ask, like, Topol Stanley's retiring, Diamante's retiring. I think Priovic has passed it. Um, it's it's going to have to be there's a new a, era. Yeah, there's a definitely a uh, mm. a, a change incoming at Western United. 
I'll ask you, Damo, like, what, what exactly, how, how will Western United move on from all these kind of iconic players? Like, what's the path forward? Probably just replace them with someone else. Yeah, all right. You've got to go into more but detail. I, than think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, um, obviously, Diamante's been one of the uh, better marquee players. Um, his first season was incredible. So he started to drop off as he started mm. to get a bit older. But um, I think there's definitely someone who will be, uh, yeah, on on the phone to agents across the uh, uh, the world and trying to get someone in of similar quality because uh, what they um, what they do need is someone that's going to help sort of bring in the fans as well. Yeah, uh, right. Because obviously the Western United. They're not doing too well, but at their new home ground, I think mixed in with a few, uh, or maybe one exciting player, uh, one new Diamante for better or less to call. They're gonna bring um, out a marquee, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it would help. Interesting. But I think we've seen in the recent future that bringing in these big name players isn't actually a you you're not, you're not guaranteed to get good results, as we've seen yeah. from Nani, from oh. Charlie Austin, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Charlie Austin was from, a unique situation with his family. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't that great anyway. Um, I, I know Brisbane Rule weren't great for him, nice. but I think, yeah, I think that Western United should take a leaf out of a, uh, a Central Coast book or um, Melbourne City for their kind of uh, recruitment type players, players who have been at the top level, but just haven't quite made it yet. Yeah. Yeah, you bring in a guy that's it's kind of opened up the doors a little bit. Uh, maybe like that's an right. Alessandro Del Piero, like someone who's maybe a bit past it, but it's got that brand. Um, yeah. I, like I fully thought you were going to go just, ah, oh, fuck, sign the teenagers, Damo, but you've, you've dealt me a bit of a curveball <laughs> there. That was nice. Well, you've got a, obviously, they're a team in the competition who want to win the league. So they've already done it. They, they know how to do it, and that's how they're going to get people to come back to their games. Obviously, you can get... Not lucky, but... With the with your... <laughs> you get mad lucky. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Uh, that'd be good. <laughs> but, yeah, when, you, when you're bringing in young players, you can... Get, sometimes get lucky with um, them just being able to adapt and just flourish. But a lot of the time, these things take time and resources for them to come to fruition. And I don't think Western United have that uh, that amount of... Um, there's that base that you need. Um, and they don't quite have that base yet for bringing in players and developing development yet as um, no. other A-League clubs have so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens I hear you I hear you good stuff so yeah lots of fun storylines off the grass oh my god my brain is so nowhere right now this is ridiculous <laughs> I'm glad we I'm glad we're doing this so just full disclosure to the people listening we, this was the only time we all had theoretically free to record but I've had three hours sleep I think Damo's had I can relieve sleep, you so. of the hosting duties mate I watched all the games this week 
I don't want I don't want you to relieve me at any point in time. Thank you. We're gonna get that. I'll walk over right. and give you a hit of the noggin. But there there were some storylines on pitch as well. Adelaide United Perth Glory in um an absolute banger of a football match. What it was three goals scored in extra time. Uh, banging goals too. That that target goal was sexy. The Irin Kunda goal to, to level it up was sexy. Lads, uh, Andy, I'll ask you bang up first. Was this the game of the season in your mind? Definitely have to be up there. Um, as I said, I didn't didn't watch this one either, unfortunately. But um, you saw chode. the highlights. Uh-huh. I mean, I saw the highlights and shit. It was uh, it was yeah. stacked, wasn't it? Eight it's goals, four all. Mm-hmm. I think it was um, second time this season Adelaide's been involved in a four all draw. Um, and also the second time of all times so before this year it had never happened in the A-League before. Yeah. So pretty incredible stuff. Um, definitely as a neutral fra- fan, it's uh, one of the best games of the season, you know, to see that many goals banged in and right at the death as well. Iren Kunda. Iren Kunda! Glory thought they had it, um, had it won in um, extra uh, added time. And then, yeah, Iren Kunda... Um, Said no, uh, it's not over yet. So, yeah, incredible stuff. He, he gets his cursory yellow card every game, and he gets his cursory banging goal every game. He, right. he knows what he's doing. He, just a he's actually now become the man who scored the most goals before the age of eighteen in A League history. So, yeah, yeah, he's too. Yeah, props to pr- Nestor. Really impressive stuff, and and both teams Very brought tough. it. Like Adam Taggart was absolute class, I thought. Um, which we haven't said too many times since he's been signed. So that was nice, but um, yeah, yeah, move. I guess like having this this four. I mean, like Perth Glory don't score many goals, so Nick. So Damo, is this more of a cause for concern for Adelaide fans to to, to ship four against a not you know necessarily amazing you know, attack? I mean, line? I think with Adelaide's play style, they they kind of yeah, they're a bit susceptible to um, leaking the goals. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I think uh, Calvi kind of changed a few things around the midfield. Um, they had Popovich back there in defence. So, possibly um, just like a personnel kind of thing. Yeah, didn't quite um, balance out the team and these things can happen. And I think we're kind of seeing some teams just have good runs leading up to the finals and some don't and... I think we're possibly seeing Adelaide just dropping a little bit of form at yep. the wrong time. Um, I think I think uh, a month ago we probably would have said that Adelaide would have been rusted oh, on yeah. um, grand finalists, and um, at the moment they're they're looking a little bit shaky. But you never know what uh, the the everyone's thinking as it comes towards the uh, last few games of the season, depending on. Um, where you are on the ladder and uh, those things. So yeah, some people might take it easy, some might not. Um, they might just go out there and um, uh, not, don't really care if they're going to get injured or not. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, for what it's worth, um, I I'm not sure what that uh, result does for them. It's um, It's interesting. Especially mm. given that Western Sydney looked fucking awesome against Wellington. Like, yeah. Really, yeah. Uh, still, he can't stop scoring. They pressed Wellington right up the field and they brought out some 
gorgeous attacking play. I don't, Nick, you said you watched every game. Did you see some of the passing moves that Western City oh, were bringing out I, here? I said I watched every game, but I didn't watch the Western City Wellington game because I was out celebrating oh. your birthday at the bar. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, I'll give you that. But then you, 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 you lied to me earlier when you said you watched every game, didn't you? I was just, I was just like stuck in um, Look, yeah, no, it was... It was, a, it was a pretty. Sim- I saw some pretty slick passes in that game. There was definitely possessions. Um, what was your favourite possession? Um, great question. <laughs> His new segment, brand new four men wall segment. What was your favourite possession of the weekend? Um, mm, yes, it was when Aiden O'Neill uh, passed it backwards to Scotty Galloway. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's it, Andy. Get into it. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, and also Central Coast with a pretty handy win over the Jets as well. With without Cummings really doing a whole lot, like that was the Sammy Silvera show. Oh mate, that Just... was an insipid performance from the Jets. Yeah, I feel like the Jets are a team that are like just feel sorry for themselves, but with. They had a golden opportunity, um, and they just let it slide. And then when when they were sliding down, they didn't do anything to pick themselves back up again. Um, yeah, but I won't delve too much into it because um, I might be talking about it a bit later in the potty. No, oh, we've got to save the Jets chat for a little bit later. There's lots of lots of Jets chat to be had. Lots of Arthur Pappas chat, and I will block. I will ask a quick cue here. My first burning question of the night. Disco Inferno. <laughs> Three burning questions. Yeah, mate. Fucking woo. D- d- disco lights, smoke show, all that kind of stuff. You know, we, the, the season is wrapping up and, and there's going to be a few off-season dramas to, to enjoy, of course. But um, for now, we'll focus on finals. And Nick, I'll ask you, who is under the most pressure heading into the finals? This could be a team. This could be a player. This could be a fan base. I don't care. What are your thoughts? Oh, uh, okay. It's a bit more broader than I was expecting when I read the run sheet. Um, and, yeah. Oh, no, wait. I've never heard this question before. What a great surprise. Um, I'm not too sure what that <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, is. No, no. We don't do any prep for this <laughs> no, podcast at all. Um, Zero research is done. Um, we like to wing it every single time. We actually make sure to not watch any of the games, do less than zero so, prep, so can and I just take a dump on the microphone. Is this, is this, is this teams going into the finals or teams being excluded from the finals? I'd say specifically finals-based teams. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with teams yeah. rather than players and coaches um, because it's a team game after all. I think the least amount of pressure is the Wellington Phoenix. Um, they've already crumbled under the pressure, so there's not really much more pressure to give them. Um, no one is really expecting much with them. Same goes to if someone's um, unfortunate enough to take their place. Most realistically, that would be Perth Glory. You don't see the Jets making it well, happen? Well, no, the goal difference is too large. Uh, Wellington need to lose to uh, MacArthur to begin with. Oh, that's not going to happen. Their goal difference, they'll need to lose by like three or four goals for the Jets to get up. Yeah. But realistically, if they lose by one or two goals and Perth Glory win by one more goal than the Phoenix lost by, or the Phoenix lose by one more goal than the Glory won by, then Glory can sneak in. But I think, so those teams are under the least pressure. I think Sydney's under the least pressure, um, is probably second last, just because similarly to Wellington, They've kind of used up all their pressure. Yeah. You know. And finding some really good form. They're right finding now some too. good form. But I don't I feel like the pressure's off. Like if they perform well, um, it might annoy Sydney fans because I think they want Corica gone. Um, <laughs> but you know, they've kind of got a free license to just to perform. 
Uh, then I would put, then the top four gets a bit tricky. I'm gonna go just run through it quickly from most pressure to least pressure. I'm gonna go. All right. Adelaide United, four. Western Sydney Wanderers, Ooh. three. Central Coast, two. Melbourne City, one. Okay. Adelaide mm. United, I think they've got massive creative license. I think they're suited for finals football. I think they'll cope really well. Um, and um, with the young list they've got, um, you know, a real good squad. I think it will stick together for another year. Tough to predict, but I'm hoping for their sake. Uh, three, Western Sydney Wanderers, you know, first crack out at it. They've got the pressure. I think the pressure is going to get higher if they... I think the achievement for them, this might sound petty, is doing better than Sydney FC. If they... <laughs> if, if They're not a shot to make the grand... They're not a lock to make the grand final. It's a dogfight for that... For, for the grand final between the top four. But if they somehow match up, like finish top two or finish in the bottom four and match up with Sydney FC and they don't they don't put an end to Sydney FC, it's mm-hmm. it's a waste of a mm-hmm. season. That would just talk yeah, I agree, them. especially if Steve Corica, you know, like does a bit of a bit of a bit king of, hit on, on Ruth. Yeah, a there bit of a bit of bang average FC. Yeah. Second, <laughs> Central Coast, I reckon this is it for them. I reckon this is the most likely they'll ever get to get. I'm not saying they're the second best team, but this is the 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 best they've been out of the three or four years they've hit some good form under Nick Montgomery mm-hmm. and uh, I think so. Who's coaching? I get get the championship yeah. before Cummings goes. Yeah, exactly. To I think India. this mm. is their best best, if not final crack. Uh, and Melbourne City mm. most pressure. They don't want a repeat of last. Um, yeah. I think I think they're going to be cool heading into it, but I think most pressure they don't want a repeat of last year. It's not going to look good if they have three mm. premier, three premierships, four grand finals, and one championship. You know they need to get yeah. this. Um, it and um, an honourable mention to honourable mention to the people attending the finals under the most pressure. Don't go to Sydney for the grand final. Yeah, the Cove aren't going. I don't know if you boys saw that news release. They've confirmed that they're going to be boy- boycotting the final. They're the first active area to, to, to do that, so that's nice. For a lot of people, that choice may be out of their hands, depending how expensive it is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there are a lot of factors. Like me. Uh, thank you. That was very well done, Nick. You broke it all down step by step. I'm Hope very I didn't impressed. take up too much time. No, 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 no. Don't apologise for a good take. It's all nice and spicy. That was very impressive. Yeah, that's that's it, mate. That's and that's the top six at the moment. Obviously, the only position now up for grabs is that sixth place between the Knicks on thirty-two points, Perth, Newcastle, and Western are all on twenty-nine. Um, with varying like Western and Newcastle both have very bad uh, goal difference, so it's really just Perth and, and the Phoenix. I think it will be the Phoenix. I suppose. They're, but, um, they're look, falling upwards. <laughs> they they really are. They have got one point in their last five games. Well, the finals did. race is the definition of when a movable object meets a stoppable force. Yeah, it's it's shocking. And that game between them and MacArthur combined, they the two clubs have got three points in their last five games. So, gotta be an absolute doozy, boys. Can't wait. But um, obviously, as we as we move into the off season as well, there's going to be other types of storylines to follow that'll be a bit more negative. We'll have coaches getting sacked and whatnot, and and, and players moving all around. So I'll ask my second burning question right off the bat. We're going bang bang here, boys. Bang, I'll ask bang. this one to you, Damo. Who, if any of the coaches, will slash should get sacked? 
a la old mate Stellini from uh, Tottenham Hotspur after leading his team to a 6-1 loss to Newcastle. <laughs> they may just ban the, uh, the, the caretaker coach and getting sacked. I know. <laughs> that's that's oh, brutal. That is so brutal. I reckon Frank Lampard might get sacked as well as caretaker before he should. Done. He sucks. Um, but we're talking A-League. Go on. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think it's fair on Milos Tijovsky. I think um, mm. he, he definitely should be replaced. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's definitely not fair. All right. And I'm, I'm going to say, I think Arthur Pappas has to go as well. Ouch. It's been two years, and it just haven't hasn't clicked. You know who I'd like to see? I think he should spread his wings, but you know who I'd like to see um, possibly come back to the A-League if, it, if their current international foray doesn't work. Could be a good fit for Newcastle. Paddy Casnorbo. PK. A bit, bit premature there, mate. Give him a go. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, and I, I think Kevin Musket's <laughs> on the ascendancy, so probably should let that happen. But PK, if he wants to come back, you know, get some. I, I feel like PK. I'm he'll try sure. and make it, and yeah. he'll keep. He'll keep going in Europe. Like if he if he doesn't work he'll, out, um, it. He'll end at up as an assistant or somewhere somewhere else. Well, France yeah. isn't a top five league anymore, so... It definitely is. Um, don't be wrong. Um, no, actually, on the UEFA coefficient, I think they dropped down Polo Portugal or the Netherlands. Funny story. So it's a farmer's uh, league. It's a That's farmer's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's, That's just racism. Like... Obviously, English people run that coalition, and they're just, be, they're just being dickheads. Yeah. That's so the Italian stupid. league is, is the superior... The, it's the lawyers. If if if, if the yeah, French league's the farmers' league, the Italian league's like I don't know the billion. <laughs> nah, like the yeah. lawyers' league. <laughs> yeah, now not looking good for uh, PK over there at uh, Damo. Could you pronounce it for me, please? Toi. Thank you very much. <laughs> yep, uh, third Pretty last, twenty two points, and definitely getting relegated. So, you hate to see it. <clears throat> you hate to see it for yeah. Paddy Kiznorbo. But it's, it is definitely going to be an interesting off-season. Uh, yes, as we like to coin it, the mutual termination uh, window mm. is definitely <laughs> in full swing. There's lots of rumours going around about goalkeepers going here and there and oh, everywhere. And some good, some not so good, depending on what you want and... This guy That's follows Football Scout on Twitter, you can just tell. <laughs> Four teams get relegated at the end of the Lagoon season, not three. Now mm-hmm. I know. I think there might be a bit of a playoff like tournament between them and, and the guys who get promoted from oh, Liga. Oh, like the Bundesliga. Yeah, I think so, but I'm, don't quote uh, me on that because I'm not certain. Well, he's 10 points behind. It. He's 10 yes. points behind. Seventeenth, no, so he's, he's with six games fine. to go, he's he's bitten off more than he can show, unfortunately. But you know what? Props to him for trying. So, so Arthur Pappas, you reckon Damo? That's the only name. I mean, uh, coming oh, into definitely this season, not like um, obviously, not Popovich. Yeah, Popovich, Popovich is definitely going. Yeah, I, I think, think he's... I thought that was a given, but <laughs> yeah, yeah fair enough. Doesn't really count, but <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, say, so we all we think that's going to yeah, be happening. Popovich, Pappas. Um, I think MacArthur definitely need to find a new coach. Maybe Popovich mm. goes to MacArthur to rebuild his image. Who Maybe. knows? He did a good job with Perth in pretty similar yeah. situations. So. I think yeah. Popovich, yeah, Popovich should go to MacArthur. Got a good list of MacArthur. Like they got, they got Toure, Azani, got, yeah, got good Craig players. Noon, mm. 
Oh yeah, LA Ice, LA Ice. De Villa, like they're De Villa all, before he's injured. Injured a bit, but um, no, if they're all fit. Lockie Rose. Exactly, mate. LA Ice, Lockie Rose, he's class. Mm. So, I'd like to see Joe Champness make a return to the A League. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> it'd be cool indeed. Right. Himself. It's odd because when when I first like got back into the A League, like the two coaches everyone was kind of hyping up as like the young up and comers were Montgomery and, and Pappas. So, uh, do you guys think there is a there's a path forward for Arthur Pappas if he gets sacked by Newcastle, or is it kind of back to the doldrums? I really don't know. Eh? Like, <laughs> hasn't really. I think he could do well. Done much? Do well, right? like, yeah, mm-hmm. he could do. Newcastle's a tough, like, it's got, like yeah. it's not an easy team, like. To manage, right, you know, not a lot could, of backing. He could do him. if he had like he could do well like at Western United, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Aloisi's True. just re-signed or was yeah. it a ten million yeah. year contract? So Popovich, I brought him up because there's been some there's been some chat in the news about that a certain chat. Portuguese lad who shall not be named. <laughs> um, allegedly, uh, I'll, I'll name him Nanny and Melbourne Victory are in the middle of contract negotiations. So essentially, Nanny had signed a one-year contract with a clause for a second year if he had played enough games, which obviously he didn't because he got injured and he went to England. Um, the club insists they want to focus on younger players uh, publicly, but then Popper came out and said that, well, no decision has been made. We're still working on it. You know, don't don't jump to conclusions. And Andy, I want to ask you my third and final burning question. We are All banging right. them out today because it's bloody hot outside, and I wanted to I wanted to match that energy with my with my burning cue. <laughs> Perfect. Would you like to see Nanny resign? Like, ignore all like the the financial aspects of it. Would like you as a fan? Would you mm. like to see Lewis Nanny resign to Melbourne Victory? Uh, look, I'm I'm a strong no on this one. I just think. <sighs> uh, He's not worth it. I, I was excited for him, like, you know, at the start of the season when, when it was announced he was coming. Um, you know, I, I fell for the hype, as, as most people did. You know, he's obviously a, a huge name uh, across the world, and um, that in itself is a good thing for the A-League when you can get those, those sort of names into the league. But I just think uh, for, for the cost, he's not worth it. Like, I know he did his ACL, obviously, and he couldn't help that, but he had 10 starts before that and uh, not a single goal. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's taking up, uh, you know, that marquee spot that could be from another another marquee um, or uh, potentially, you know, uh, young Aussie talents. Uh, and um, yeah. so he's taking up that list spot. But also, yeah, because of the cost, you could probably say that, uh, you know, you could get a few you know, uh, young Aussie talents coming through for, the, for his cost. Um, well, I think even the APL offset some of his wages. Yeah, that expensive. I did see that. Yeah, so we all know mm. what uh, what their finances are like. You know, having to sell the grand <laughs> finals, but we won't go down that track. So yeah, you know, when, it's, when it's costing them money as well, and, and you know, Victory's already in debt. I think we we spoke about it uh, earlier in the season, how much debt they're in. So yeah, I just don't think uh, it's uh, it's a very good return on investment. You know, his appearances mm. before he got injured, he just didn't look like um, anywhere near what people thought. Thanks, Damon. I know you you would agree, Damon. That's why I asked someone else, because I wanted to see if there was a different way we could go. Like, you don't don't think that the the brand value is is worth it um, at all? That's that's the only only positive thing. Um, But I just think the costs outweigh the benefits on him specifically. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not against marquee players, and I think they're great for the league. And as I yeah. said, yeah, I was excited for him when he first came here. But 
Um, I just think they should be looking elsewhere. If they're wanting to bring another, uh, you know, yeah. big name into the club and into the league, then go for it. But I don't think uh, Nani is the answer, unfortunately. Mm. All right, good stuff, Andy. And yeah, shout out to the APL who spent so much money on Lewis Nanny that they had to sell the grand final to Sydney. Great stuff. I think stuff. to get Marquis to work, you need to get him like fresh out of Europe. Like Del Piero, like look at the MLS, obviously a much richer league than us. Um, and the Marquis that are having an impact there, like Gareth Bale, like he's, he was like, you know, like the player of the match in their grand final for the LA Galaxy. I think that's who he played for. Um, yeah, mm, and it's all American know, to me, mate. Bloody Philadelphia yeah, 76ers. Uh, but that's because, you know, like he's playing in a city with an attractive lifestyle. We have that. Um, we can do, do that. I, I uh, don't know if you've but, heard, but our coffee is fantastic. Bloody hell. Uh, we've got great golf courses too for Gareth. Um, <laughs> um, Are you making a pitch to Gareth Bale right now? <laughs> Nah, he's too expensive, but we don't, but we don't want to chump up them. If we want to do marquees, we need to do it right. And we don't have the money to do it right. Mm -hmm. Um, so if we're just getting like, you know, 35 year old strikers or forwards, uh, yeah, you you, like, it's not, it's not the best move. We're not going to get a player in their prime, Nick. It's just not happening. But sometimes it works. I remember when Ben Calfala came over and he was kind of like, oh, sort of heard that guy in FIFA a couple of times, but he was fucking good. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't call Ben Calfala a mark. Kato, more just hey, like... He was an international footballer. Yeah, he was just a very good player. Yeah, just yeah, a signing... At that time in his career, he was just happy to come yeah. and he was good. And the yeah. signing appropriate for the league. Yeah, exactly. Like like the Central Coast have done, like Melbourne City have done, like... Melbourne Victory haven't done, made a signing like Fahid Ben Kalfala since Fahid Ben Kalfala. <laughs> There you go. That's the hot takes we're after, boys. That's podcasting right there. Um, yeah, no, we are we are stretched for time. So, Andy, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to your segment nice and quick here, all brother. Right. I'm, I'm swapping you and Dana all around fun. in the run sheet. All right. No worries. So this is gonna be a fun little segment I'm trying out for the first time. It's called uh, tentatively, yay or nay. I'm basically just gonna run through some rumors with you, Gibbo. Yep. And I want you to give me a yay or nay. Yay is in like. A, do you buy it? And B, do you like it? Does that make sense? Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, I buy it. And then, then I say yeah. if I like it or not. Yeah, okay. sure. Like, actually Sounds purchase fun. it or just... Yeah. <laughs> well, as in, like, do you do you think it's actually going to happen? Okay. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if the MCG pay Andy enough to, to sign these players. <laughs> but who knows? I wish. Uh, rumor number one: Tom Glover will go overseas. And Jamie Young is City's preferred replacement, albeit in fair competition with James. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Neuenheisen. Thank you. Uh, Shepherd and local. Oh, <laughs> he's a Shepherd. <laughs> Damo, Damo's been, Damo's been waiting to bring up that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can, you can tell the the power in his voice just that he was so chuffed. Yeah. All right, Andy, yeah, right. is are you a yay or nay on that one? Yeah, I did see this one yesterday. Um. I don't know. I haven't heard anything else about it apart from yeah, this rumor. Um, I'm gonna say nay for now. Not not saying that um, Tom Glover's not capable of uh, you know moving on to bigger and better things overseas. But yeah, I don't know. He's in the prime of his career and that. But um, I don't know. I feel mm. like uh, the current Melbourne City team. He'd he'd probably want to stick around a bit longer. Jamie Young. Not sure if he would be. The answer to him, uh, we know he's a decent keeper, but he hasn't had the best season ever this year. 
Um, he's got a shit defense. Yeah, that is true. Him, that is true. That doesn't help him. So. Oh, yeah. He's made the most saves this season. So I'm not convinced. Would I like it? Uh, no, I wouldn't as a City fan, you know, for <laughs> selfish reasons, of yeah. course. I love Tommy Glover. Yeah, and fair I think share. He's had a, one of the best seasons of his career this year, so would love to see him stay. Uh, and, yeah, as I said, not, not convinced on Jamie Young, but maybe with a better defence he'd, um, he'd go better than he has at Western. Obviously, he's got a lot of yep. experience as well, so that could be handy. But, yeah, a bit more to play out on this one. He's an experienced lad. All right, good stuff, Gibbo. Number two, Western United are rumoured to be aiming for home games to be played at their regional football centre in Tarnit for two or three seasons while their actual stadium is being built. They're trying to put in seating for five to 8,000 people over there, um, some temp seating. Andy, yay or nay? So just to clarify, is this, this uh, like the pitch, is that already there? I think It's under construction. They... They've laid the they've laid the foundation. Of the it's the one I give updates to you on the train. Yeah, oh, yeah. the one that's one. covered in weeds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh. In terms of next season, I'm going to say nay. I think it's mm. a very short turnaround to uh, you know be getting a stadium ready for you know professional A League games. Uh, would be good for them if they could, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. All right, fair share. But yeah, I'm, I'm like kind of in the same true. boat. Like every single photo Nick sends us off, it is it's a bit dire. Yeah, oh, I haven't been like there for a few weeks because the trains aren't running. So when I'm on the train in a couple of weeks' time, I will give you another update. Good Look man, thank you, it. sir. I'll share it on the pod. It's good town planning. <laughs> and w- would you like to see it happening though? I would like to see it happen definitely. I think mm. they're yeah they're overdue for some, you know, what, how do you say it like uh, an identity. Uh, yeah, for a reasonably uh, sized stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Other than Amy Park, yeah. In their home, like area. <laughs> That's area. right. Yeah, yes. and one that they can yeah, call but... their own. Yeah, they, they're definitely also. Over different, it, so, yeah. I saw them say like, "Oh, we envision this to be a Macedonia Park situation where there'll be a festival like." Um, atmosphere around the crowd festival. where, you know, we can't even, we, we won't be able to, to fit everyone in. They'll be banging down the door for tickets. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. But there's no fucking parking, mate. Like, how are they going to get there? What are you talking yeah. about? The trains. Is there a station you know, nearby? You've got to walk like a kilometre. You're going to have to hike to the fucking stadium. <laughs> through the through weeds. The, through the weeds and the marshland. Yeah. And... <laughs> Bring your gumboots. Fighting off dingoes. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Yeah, so I, I agree with you, Andy, on both counts. I'd like to see it, but I don't necessarily think it'll happen. So in theory, it would be the home for their um, A-League women's team as well. So it'd be like okay. just it'll official home ground. So yeah, Hopefully for their um, NPL team as well. Yeah, I think there that's what they go. need as a club. You know, they they lack that identity. They need a, mm-hmm. a home base that's just theirs. So That's yeah, it, mate. Would be that's good. That's it. Hopefully for the Footscray Rangers too, uh, affiliate football yeah. club for the West for Western United. Shout out to Eddie Bryant. Shout and out. final one here, give oh mate. Um, Geordie Boss is rumoured to become the A-League's record-breaking sale with 1.5 mil being thrown around Ooh. on a deal to go to Europe, likely the Netherlands, because he has a, uh, a dual citizenship there. Dutch passport. That's oh, really? the one. Okay. Andy, yeah. yay or nay? Yeah, I'm going to say yay on this one. I'd, I'd buy that. Um, mm. Yeah, obviously it's uh, no mean feat to be you know, a record-breaking sale for the A-League, but I think his, uh, his form this season just speaks for himself, for itself. It's, um, he's had an incredible season, and he, he backs it up week after week. He's so consistent, and um, uh, you know, he's, he's still got his whole career ahead of him. So I think he, he will 
play overseas in some bigger leagues, no matter of when. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was, you know, had that big. What did you say? One point five mil price That's tag. The one. Yeah. He's a young guy as well, right? Like. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah, I'd buy that. I think I even saw rumours a while ago that um, he was uh, linked to Manchester City. So whether or not there's any truth to that, we'll see. But um, yeah, I'd buy it. Um, do I like it? Uh, yeah, I do. I think he's um, oh. yeah he deserves to to go and onto bigger and better things. He's he's proven himself, and yeah, you know, as a City fan, obviously you you hate to see talents like that leave, but at the same time you've got to got to let him go and spread their wings. So. Yep, uh, yeah, good on him. And, we'll and you've got happens. you've got better left back uh, candidates already to go, as opposed to maybe a goalkeeping situation, which is a bit yeah, dangerous. that's right, that's right. Yeah, we we would mm. be able to to fill his spot, I think. Uh, maybe not uh, quite to his level, but yeah, I don't think it would uh, ruin us as a, as a club if he left. And uh, yeah, as I said, you've got to, got to let him go and spread his wings. So good luck to him. All right, absolutely banging there, Andy. If I'm not mistaken, you've got to start off to going to work, yes? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I can push it for a little bit longer. I can say another right. five minutes or so. Ooh, push it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Real good. Okay, let's keep it moving in that case. Thank you, Gib Gib. Thank you. Let's go to the news. We'll write off a couple of headlines. So keep it quick because we've got a couple more segments to get to before we wrap things up today. Um, I didn't realise we'd, we'd chat so much about, um, well, oh, that sweet, sweet J-Mac legacy, but I guess I should have guessed that because it is pretty epic. But um, a, few, a few little head... Mo- uh, f- number one, we've got Casey Dumont considering a switch to the AFLW, which really? is a bit of a surprise given her recent heroics. Um, Sydney FC, by the way, beat victory in that prelim final, so it's going to be them and, and Weston for the title. Real quick, boys, who are you guys backing for that one? Uh, Weston. Up the Westons. I feel like APL bias, uh, Sydney FC. Yeah. There'll be so much going on against Western United. Oh, yeah. Mm. Referees will be absolutely, yeah. Absolutely shocking. Mm. Ho- yeah. Hopefully Weston, but yeah. We'll, uh, Probably, we'll you, 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 you're thinking Sydney, though. Uh, probably yeah, but Western have yeah. they've been good this this season. Western have been like the, the best team mm. in the the league, so definitely capable from start to finish, mate. Uh, got a good little lineup there. Uh, we had Alex Robinson winning the Prem Two with Melbourne City. So I don't Melbourne know City. how much impact he actually had in Manchester. In that <laughs> Sorry, Manchester City. Yeah, good call. Ah, uh, 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 fuck. Ah, crud. I've made a boo-boo. Sorry, fellas. One of those days. We can't just retrospectively change the run sheet when you've made an error. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've caught you on the Google Doc. (laughs) It's just just to remind myself, maybe we'll talk about it again in 10 minutes. You never know. I want to make the error again. Um, We've also got reports that Uruguay has got to come to town and play against both us and New Zealand in Australia. Fellas, are we going? Are we going to see Luis Suarez bite someone? <laughs> yeah. More, yeah. More for some Cavani bangers. Oh, yeah, mate. That's... I'm, I'm more looking forward to Valverde. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's the name of a good, uh, a good Passato. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be using that tonight for my bolognese. <laughs> Why have you done that? Pour in the whole... Some fatty Valverde. Bloody yeah, hell, put, mate. Pour in the whole oh. jar. All right. 
We've been out some Posada. You Any more news, Shashan? Yes, Nick! And you, mate, you were the one. You just fucking postponed us talking about sauce, and then you want to snap at me? Oh, that's ridiculous. All right, the last one here. We've got two more. Uh, Postacoglu. Ange Postacoglu is on Chelsea's shortlist, officially, alongside Pochettino, Nagelsmann, and company. Nick, since you love talking so much, how excited <laughs> does something like this make you as an Aussie fan? Pretty exciting. Like, Chelsea's, like, you know, a pretty Euro snob club, so to have, you know, <laughs> a coach born and bred in the A-League make it to, like, a top top six, financially speaking, Premier League club, that would be pretty exciting. But I think it'll be... He would have his work cut out of him because that place is a shambles, I've been told. Not that I thought yeah. it would much. Yeah, yeah shambolic. We don't want to be dealing with Mikhailo Mudrik. They're into their third manager of the season. Yeah, it's, it's shocking. They've ended Graham Potter's career. You hate to see it. Yeah, yeah it, hope... it was cool. It was cool. To, I don't. I, re- I Honestly, I really don't want him to take it if he gets the offer. I really hope he doesn't because it, yeah. it might end his career as well. But it's just... You should go to, to Tottenham. It, no, he shouldn't. Um, <laughs> no, he should not. I just don't think he should go to the APL at all. I think it's just an absolute cesspit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you're, unless you're Klopp or Guardiola. Fucking hell. Just a cesspit of shitness. Oh, all right. Damo's Damo's getting virulent. The lack of sleep is starting to get to him, so we'll keep going. Uh, the Cove, I mentioned it earlier in the show, but they have confirmed that they will be boycotting the final, even with Sydney obviously making the final. Are we, are we obviously, I think we're all a fan of this decision. I'm not wrong in saying yeah, props that. Yeah, to them. Like, it's a pretty big sacrifice, you know, if, if Sydney was to make sacrifice. it, yeah, in, in your home city and you're not going. So, good on them for standing up for the, for the rest of the league. That's it. And, we'll and see you, Wanderers follow. Well, that's it. Do, you, mm. do, do we reckon that um, this will open the floodgates? Especially for other, other finals-bound teams. I yeah, think the Wanderers... I think the Wanderers... I think the Wanderers fans, because it's been too long between drinks, it's going to be yeah, a yeah, harder call than Sydney away. FC. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's what I was about to say. But then you don't want that comparison being made. Oh, look, Sydney did this, you know, yeah. fun thing. Or not fun thing, but Sydney did this righteous thing, right? And then we're over here being the villains. Or well, maybe they just lean yeah. into that because the Western Sydney like being the villains. Maybe they do. True. Exactly. Let them do mm. whatever they want. Sort of the devil Tifo during the season, so... Yeah. Yeah. But they bought off online. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> <laughs> bought off Alibaba. Uh, let, the, let, the, let the red and black cook us. Wish. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is... Oh, wish. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they bought it three I mean, years co- ago and it finally rocked up. <laughs> and the coffee I had this morning was wish level. I, sh- I should have done that triple shot. I think the single shot's not doing the job, but that's... The triple shit hasn't done it. <laughs> no, I'll, it'll be a triple shit later, mate. That's running straight. <laughs> that's what the triple shot. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That's it. That's that's the news wrap-up, unless you boys have any other uh, headlines you want to shout out. Oh, nah. Ryan Scott's going to be joining Newcastle and then Hewitt Bell is going to join Western United. And yes, Nick, I completely forgot about... The best segment on the show, and I apologise for that. Oh, we saved the best for last, really, and I'm going to take it really quickly because I'm conscious of the time we have today. So, a great game to watch was the F3 Derby this week, and my PK League moment, I'm just going to get straight to the point, was at the end, they got presented 
a bit of concrete from the F3 <laughs> highway. And, and, and then Danny Vukovic accepts the trophy and he kind of like just, you know, you know, shakes the hand, kind of like, no big deal. It's a consolation. Not, it's like, you know, it's just like, you know, it's just a one-off trophy, you know, no big deal. But then proceeds with the team to do like, it looks it looks straight out of a FIFA cut scene. They were just going, <laughs> oh, and then they, well, and they lifted it up and they, they proceeded to do it like three or four times. And um, <laughs> it was the biggest carry on. And <laughs> For a face of concrete. It, it, was, it was fantastic. And I just want I uh, rate that. That's good. Um, shout out to Arpa Pappas for the worst use of substitutions in the history of uh, me watching the game. <laughs> Jesus, mate. Only in the A-League. <laughs> so, and, and, and shout out, shout out to Carl, shout out to uh, um, Carl Jenkinson who just got, he just got himself a second yellow. Uh, no, it was a straight red in the final yeah. in, in injury time, so he doesn't have to return to that rabble for the last game of the season. Oh. <laughs> he can oh, start his holiday oh, early. early holiday. <laughs> got the that that is what you call smart. That's next level thinking, as far as I'm concerned. Play, play some Call of Duty with the Ox. <laughs> yeah, Carl Jenkinson, one of the worst veterans in the league. He is trash, but oh, you know what's more fun? He's bad. Nick, he's bad. He's been he's bad, bad all season. He's a terrible, terrible leader, and he's just bad. They need to sign someone else. I don't know, Andy. Maybe he's, he's just drank too much of the Kool-Aid. He got too enamored <laughs> with the, the sauce bottles over there. And, well, actually, no, no. Central Coast <laughs> yeah, has the sauce bottles. Yeah, wrong stadium. Ah, he's been in too much blue scope steel. Yeah. That's, that's all the fumes. But uh, what's more fun than talking about aging, terrible veterans? Is talking about young, up and coming, exciting talents. And this is what we have Damo here for. He's he's the MPL player of scope, so he's got his finger on the pulse. Yes. He's got his he's got his eye down. Yes, he's good. He he knows what he's doing. And I I want you, Damo, now to give me your young player of the year, the entire year, because the season's nearly over. Let's be candid. In defence, midfield, and forward. And I'm counting forwards as strikers and wingers, all right? Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So, rattle them off for me. Let's go. In defence, my, obviously, the standout performer this season was none other than Nectarios Triantis. Oh, what a name. Um, yeah, it's a great name. We haven't seen the best of him yet. Still only, uh, I think he's only 20 um, this year, so... Turning 21 next season, um, he's at that right um, age for him to play a full season and then go over, really hit the ground running there, and I think he definitely has the ability to do that. Mm. Um, and then in midfield, my um, young player uh, would have to be um, Callum Newen. Yes! Good man, with his little floppy hair. What a guy. Yeah, with his little floppy hair. Never in doubt. He's black boots. How old is that? <laughs> yeah, definitely future Socceroo, in my opinion. Um, definitely has the ability to be a uh, top midfielder if he can keep himself fit. Because uh, I know he, he's um, he's fairly injury prone sometimes. He's oh, had a, a recurring issue during his um, youth um, playing uh, days. So hopefully that is no longer an issue and he can really um, start to knuckle down and um, get stuck in because yeah, he's definitely got a bright future. And then, obviously, I don't think this is any surprise that my uh, favourite or my uh, the best player, um, young player 
Go on. Um, in the forward line, with it, obviously, Lockie uh, Rose. Mr. Iren Kunda. Oh. Nice. Clo- closely followed by LA Ice. <laughs> LA Ice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no thoughts no, on Jovanovic. Jovanovic is banging in goals as well, brother. Well, I don't think he timed his uh, run as well. Okay. Obviously, due to opportunities and stuff. But um, if um, if Jovanovic got in stuck in at the start of the season and started playing well, definitely. But I think mm. he had to wait for the MPL season in South Australia to come back to play himself into some form, which is really important. It is, and those South Australians do things differently with their red they line. Do, they do do things differently, mm-hmm. and they really need to show the rest of Australia how to do it because they just do incredible things with um, youth development and the culture around um, the sport in South Australia is just absolutely completely different and and it works but um yeah that, that it all comes down to playing time being in form and when the MPL season starts pretty much when the season's over then you're pretty much giving your younger kids no chance to play so it is what it is but at this uh moment yeah Nestori and Kunda is my uh probably my player of the year my, all right uh, young guys. player of the year yeah under 20. Beautiful. One. So, Cook slash Gauchi, Triandis, Nguyenhoff, and Aaron Kunda. It's a pretty decent yeah. little chunk there. It's a pretty decent four-a-side yeah. team. Make, wait, wait, make, make it a five-a-side team. Pick pick a fifth player for me. Even though um, Jordan Boss probably uh, deserved to be there, uh, being calm, Natarios, Triantis, just because of his... the way that he was able to step up into... Um, a very demanding position. Obviously, centre-back's a very difficult um, position to... Um, I think his poise on the ball, um, yeah, it's just been great. And I think Boss had a little bit of a run on him last season. Um, so I think, um, yeah, just the way that he's been able to introduce himself in his maiden season, proper season, um, has been uh, very, very good. Beautiful. All right, thank you, Damo. That was that was fantastic. Gives us a little snapshot into the future of Australian football there. And the future is bright, boys. The future is bright, but I believe it's time to start wrapping things up. Andy's got to go and make some money. I do. Bless his soul. <laughs> stack that cheddar, baby. That's it. Stack that moolah. <laughs> and i got to stack some zeds. Yes. Yeah, mate, it's time for a nap. I'm actually going to record Rear of the Grid straight after this. Oh, so get oh it's going to pack schedule. F- F1 shot. It'll be nap time after that. But um, it is a busy weekend. Where's this one? Azerbaijan. As it is. It's going off. We're going off to Baku uh, after a month break. Baku. So it's going to be very exciting. Not as excited as I am for the the blockbuster that is Melbourne victory versus Brisbane roar upcoming this weekend. It's going to be a juicy one. What on the table? All right, get it. Yeah. Get stuck into it. Uh, thank you all, fellas. We should go a fun to the game. Podcast. Get behind Green Ball. Yeah. yeah um, kind of wrong. Yeah. But that means giving money to Melbourne Victory, so I don't know how I feel yeah, about that. True. Yeah, no. Find I get to watch tickets. Popovich get sacked live and uh, in, in high definition. <laughs> um, but yeah, any, any parting comments from you boys? Generally uh, intrigued for this weekend. First versus fourth. Yeah. Versus um, second, second versus yeah. third. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a, like a mini... 
uh, introduction to the final series. True, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Shaping up, shaping up to be a cracker. Very in, intriguing week. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Get around the Friday night's weekend. going to be a fun one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I've got a parting, parting words of wisdom. Live yeah. your life like Paramount Plus. Live and in the moment, without the ability to pause or rewind. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll end on that nugget of wisdom. This has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all. You've literally contributed to the goddamn Google Doc. I've seen it. I thought this was just you know, rock up at seven o'clock, choose your favourite um, diet cola soft drink, and crack that open, and you know, just chat about that. A-league well, someone's got to be the anonymous chipmunk. Who's <laughs> the anonymous chipmunk? Someone's the anonymous sheep on my end. Yeah, it's, that's Damo, I think. Damo is a sheep, follows everyone.